0: There you'll be able to find our schedule with our upcoming masterclass for you to join. On with today's show. Hello, holiday health. Yeah, I was trying to figure out like my introduction today and I think holiday health works because I want to say welcome back to Alt Marketing School during this festive season greetings. And I want to keep it on theme of the holidays because I hope you are resting. I hope you are resetting. It's been a massive year for so many of us. And before we get into our marketing fail and lesson for this week, I still want to congratulate you for the hard work you've done. Hey, listen, we launched our first cohort in January 2022 and since then we've learned so much. As a bootstrap company ourselves, we had heaps of fails. In fact, I will share one with you in the new year before we get back to our normal episodes. And we had loads of successes as well. And sometimes we forget to celebrate the wins because we're so focused on what didn't work. So may this be your reminder to celebrate what has worked this year. And if you feel prompted, even let me know. At Alt Marketing School on Social, Altmart School on Twitter, or even myself, Fab Giovanetti, F A B, J O V A N E T I. I would love to hear some of your wins. As a reminder, because we got some questions after last week's episode, you can still join us for the February 2023. I was thinking about the year, also known as the winter cohort winter, spring cohort, I would say, of Alt Marketing School. Yes, indeed. Our certification is coming back next year, early next year in February. So if you want to join us, this is your call. Go and check out our early bird offer, which is still ongoing. You go to altmarketingschool.com slash learn to find out more. In a way, today we're also coming back to basics in more than one fashion. In fact, I'm introducing you to a buddy of mine, our internet friend, so to speak, the fantastic Alex Boswell. Or oh, Alexander Boswell. I have known Alex for a while. We've been exchanging antics and memes and good words for quite a long time. And Alex is amazing. He's a marketer, but also he's a copywriter and a content writer as well. So, Alex was a bit scared by bringing us back to basics with the marketing fail or challenging lesson, but I believe that sometimes we have to get back to basics, so this episode, this lesson that he's sharing with us is a really powerful one, even if it might be one of the foundation ones that we need to remind ourselves of. Before we hear him from Alex, if you don't know him, he's a freelance content writer and researcher for Martech and e-commerce brands, as well as a business PhD candidate. In his free time, he likes to nerd out in Dungeons and Dragons and Magic and the Country. I'm really excited today to bring it back to basics with a very powerful marketing lesson from the wonderful Alexander. Let's hear it out.
1: Hi, I'm Alexander Botwell. I'm a freelance writer and content researcher for B2B SaaS and e-commerce brands, uh, focusing mostly on Martech. I've written for brands like Vimeo, CloudCoach, and Perfect Checkout, and I've done content research for brands like Shopify and ManyChat. I'm also in my last year of a business PhD, where I study consumer behaviour of LGBTQ+ folks during Pride. So hopefully by the end of this academic year, I'll be Dr. Boswell. (laughs) But in my free time, I also like to nerd out and play Dungeons and Dragons and Magic the Gathering with my partner and some friends. So when it comes to thinking about a marketing fail that didn't quite go to plan um, and what I learned from it, I like to think about some big name case studies. But at the same time, I don't necessarily Want either me or, you know, Alt Marketing School sued for something like libel or whatever it is I'm not aware of in law. So I think it would be safer to go from something of my own experience. When I was a bit younger than I am now, I was really into the idea of personal branding and blogging. I saw all these travel blogs on YouTube and followed their journeys from all their, you know, actual websites. It didn't click with me at the time how much marketing went into it all, which seems completely obvious when I look back on it now. What's that saying, sweet summer child? Uh, In any case, I thought it would be a great idea to build a travel blog myself. Now, I had enough general marketing knowledge and ideas from what I read about building a blog to know that I had to have a niche. I couldn't just, you know, be some rando traveling about the The blogs I've been following, for example, were things like budget traveling or deep dives into specific regions in the world like uh, Asia. So for me, I thought it would be interesting to build a travel blog through the lens of being transgender. You know, thinking about what the queer scene was like in places I'd visit, how safe were they to visit, and, you know, what my experiences would be like overall. But, uh, this is a big but, I had no clue about SEO and I didn't really have any purpose or call to action, Um, at least at the time. I can think of a few things I'd change about it now, but yeah, we'll get to that shortly. Um, So I'd written blog posts with titles like, day three in Berlin, beer as big as my head. (laughs) Now, you get one guess as to why those blog posts never got any traffic, apart from maybe my mum, but The first big mistake, of course, were those crappy headlines. No one was ever going to click on that. But for a deeper reason um, that I think is quite a common mistake I've seen, you know, as a marketing fail from blogs in general, which is not matching searcher intent. Now, for people to actually find your stuff online, you need to think about what they're searching for. And here's the kicker that I expect most professional marketers are, you know, painfully aware. Google does a pretty good job of sifting through web pages and deciding what pages and sites are most relevant for what people are typing in search. I mean, you know, that's how it gets money. That is whole I So writing blog posts, maybe, you know, for the sake of it or to write what you want to say is unlikely to be the best strategy. So you have to be answering what people are asking about for them to find you, you know, at least organically. But these days you have to take it a step further. Google and, you know, other search engines, I guess, but mainly Google is getting more complex and its algorithm has had a few updates quite recently. So you also have to add value. So keyword stuffing is obviously, thankfully, a thing of the past, but it's also not good enough to look at the top search results and, you know, essentially copying them. You have to think about, you know, how can I serve the searcher what they're looking for better than what's already out there so not matching searcher intent is one big mistake I learned from that travel blog but another one I mentioned briefly earlier was not having any relevant call to actions so the blog itself was more of a diary and I suppose it's my fault at the time I wasn't really thinking about how the how of monetizing the site Looking back now, I'd obviously tried to get in some affiliate links and things like that, which on the side, I'm currently building an affiliate site to try and get some practical experience of the you know, theoretical knowledge I've gained. But essentially, from a business perspective, if your blog isn't helping you build revenue, then what is it for? You'd be wasting your time building up this library that doesn't do anything for your business. So the posts you create have to have you know, they have to direct the reader into taking an action, you know, whether that's clicking an affiliate link, signing up for a newsletter, a webinar, or a product demonstration, but it needs to be something, otherwise you're, you know, essentially wasting your time. So yeah, those are some marketing lessons I feel are a bit obvious to me now, but might not occur to someone who's maybe just starting out with blogging and content marketing. Other than what I've mentioned before about learning more about search intent and putting in CDAs. Of course, this lesson also improved my marketing by prompting me to deep dive into SEO and, of course, proper content marketing best practices. But my one piece of advice I'd give anyone looking to enter into marketing is to be a continual learner, uh, staying curious and being on top of trends in the industry. Um, with how rapidly things change on the internet, you might have you know had a strategy that worked last year, but doesn't really work anymore. For example, the keyword stuffing I mentioned earlier was really popular in the 90s and early 2000s for you know, the wrong reasons, of course, but it doesn't work anymore because it doesn't add value to what the searcher is looking for. Um, So, you know, it wouldn't appear in search results, you wouldn't get traffic, and of course then you wouldn't be able to monetize or build any revenue from it. So that's to say, keep learning. Uh, I find the best way to do that is to find experienced people within your industry and follow the community. Uh, I follow a bunch of content marketers and SEOs on Twitter to learn more about what other people are trying and, you know what they're learning from, things that they're doing. I've also done a few courses. I keep up with books and uh, the odd research publication. Um, But of course, you can learn by making mistakes yourself, but you can also save a lot of time by seeing other people make those mistakes first and thinking, ah, maybe not. But then thinking about other solutions or ideas that might work better. So, yeah, my advice is to uh, keep a continual learning mindset.
0: Thank you so much for listening. Head to altmarketingschool.com to find out more about topics that we covered in this week's class. If you want to make your teachers happy, then hop onto iTunes and leave us a five-star review. Oh, and don't forget to
1: spread the love on Instagram at marketing School. Until next time.